Thanks for joining us on History Makers. Joining me on the line right now is Bobby from Narrabri. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Matt. How are you? Very good. Now, it's great to be able to catch up with you today. Let's find out a bit of your story. Where were you born and raised? Um, so I come from Bundaberg. Um, I was born there. Um, and, yeah, I lived with my grandparents. Um, my mum was a heroin addict. So, yeah, my grandparents brought me up. Um, and my mum... My mum was kind of in and out of my life, and yeah, she um, had a very violent husband. So yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of violence, a lot of drugs, um, that mm. kind of thing in my life. And yeah, my grandparents, you know, they did the best that they could with what they'd been brought up with, mm-hmm. um, but that wasn't real good either. So yeah, it was um, not the best childhood, but as I said, my grandparents did the best they could. And did you have a religious upbringing at all? Yeah, I would say religious, not Christian, not Christian at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of were Sunday morning Christians um, for two hours a week. We, me and my nan would go to church. Um, I'd go to Sunday school, but I never knew who Jesus was. I went to Sunday school all my life and, and never knew Jesus. Mm. It was just, a, it was totally religious, just totally a um, routine. Yeah. It was like if we went to church every week, and everything else would be okay, but it, it definitely, definitely wasn't. And I came to, you know, dislike God a lot. I, I got to the point where I thought, if there was a God, why was all this bad stuff happening? You know, and why didn't He stop it? I never knew the truth about Jesus, and I never really knew that there was an enemy. I just, I blamed God mm. for all of it. Yeah, for a very long time, I was very angry and bitter. Okay, and tell us a bit about your uh, your teenage years. Did you um, stay in Bundaberg then, or? Um, so I, I turned to drugs and alcohol at a very young age. Um, I started experimenting at, at you know twelve, thirteen, and it just progressed very, very quickly. Uh, using with my mom and and just I basically threw my education away. I got suspended. I got expelled. I was so rebellious, and it was just because of how much I was hurting inside. Um, you know, I, I felt abandoned and rejected. I never knew my dad and my mum, so I just, yeah, I had all these abandonment issues and stuff, and I just tried to fill it with anything I could. So, yeah, I I left Bundy when I was, I think, 15, and I went to go live with my grandparents' son um, in Toowoomba for a year. We lived on, I lived on the army barracks there in Toowoomba, that was interesting. Yeah, and then I moved back to Bundy and, yeah, I kind of just just moved all over and wherever wherever the party was or wherever the drugs were or whatever, like that's where I was. And how did you end up in Narrabri? Oh, well, that was a, <laughs> a long story. So um, I had, I ended up, um, I had two kids. I was in a, a pretty violent relationship for a long time and then I left that and I had my two kids and I just, I wanted to be a good mum, but I, di- I didn't know how to be. 
Um, I'd never had one and I just didn't know how to be a mum um, and the drugs really had a hold of me. So I randomly one day just pulled out my phone and I I sent a message to everyone I knew that lived out of town um, away from Bundy. I just needed, I knew I just needed to get out of Bundy. I wasn't going to, to get clean or to find Jesus or anything. I just needed to run because that's what I did. Um, and my mum actually got back to me. We'd just been back in contact. And I ended up in, two days later, me and the kids ended up in um, Canoundra, which is New Orange in New South Wales. And, um, yeah, three weeks later, I decided to go to AA. So I ended up staying there for a couple of years. And I got clean through AA um, for about a year and a half. And I, I actually met my husband there, but we didn't get together at that time we're just friends and um yeah I I became friends with a few people that were Christian and they really helped me and the kids they were the ones that took us under their wing and and helped us and stuff and I always looked at the people that I wanted the life of and they were all Christian and so I'd kind of I'd go to church and then I'd run away or I'd go to a home group and then I'd take off again and I just I did that for like a year and a half, just looked into God and then I'd I'd get scared and run away again and um it all came crashing down about yeah, a year and a half and I I started drinking and taking drugs again. It only lasted for five days but it was a really horrific five days. Um and then on the on the fifth day I went to a friend's house who was a Christian and we stayed up all night talking. She was actually dying of cancer and she told me, you know, about how she came to Christ and and the faith she had, she knew she was dying. And just the faith she had just blew me away. Um, and so I was walking home that morning and on the side of the road, feeling sorry for myself, I gave my heart to the Lord. Mm. Um, and instantly I just, I can't describe how I felt. It just, everything just changed instantly. That, that thing that I'd been re- trying to replace for years um, was instantly full. And I just... Yeah, I, it was just such an amazing feeling. No drug or no alcohol or anything could ever, you know, had ever made me feel like that. How did your life change after you prayed that prayer on the side of the road? Everything. For, for a start, because of all my like abandonment issues and stuff, I never really knew love. I didn't know what love was. I looked for it in a, you know, in the form of a drug or a bottle or a person or whatever, and then I, I found out who love was, and it was Jesus Christ. And I found out what he did for me. You know, he died for me. He saved me, set me free. And just that feeling, I, yeah, it, it just it completely set me free. You know, the word says the truth will set you free. And, and that's how I felt. And um, I thought, when at first I thought when I became a Christian that everything would just, you know, life would get great. And um, everything would be awesome, and it actually wasn't the case. I've been a Christian for I think six years, and yeah, the last probably three, three or four of those years have been the hardest of my life. Um, but I've really learned, yeah, just leaned on Jesus, and He's carried me through it. And I don't think I would have been able to get through it without Him. You know, I often think of the Psalm that God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Uh, isn't it just good to know that even though we've got a storm or a giant or a big problem in our life, that God's always with us? You know, Jesus said he'd never leave us or forsake us, hey? 
Oh, totally. I um, I think one of the the anthems of my Christianity has been um, casting crowns, praise you in the storm. Mm. Um, I think I've played that song about a million times, and it's just, yeah, it's carried me through, and it's so true. Um, there's nothing that he can't get us through. You went through um, a really tough time uh, with the loss of your son. Tell us, yeah. uh, tell us how the Lord gave you strength in that time. Um, yeah, so um, we actually, yeah, we, we had a, a really rough few years. Um, we actually, we lost a baby, first of all. I was halfway um, through pregnancy and we lost a little baby boy, Noah. And then um, about a year later, um, my son Kyle, he, um, he was living up in Queensland with his dad. And um, he actually, yeah, he... He had um, something really terrible happen to him up there. He got sexually assaulted by someone um, pretty bad. And he came home and he was only home with us for 10 weeks. And he he went for a walk with his dog one day and he didn't come home. Um, he ended his life. Um, and, yeah, it was obviously horrific. Um, like I said, I... You know, I thought I had a tough, a tough upbringing and stuff like that, but nothing could ever prepare you to go through something like that. Um, and yeah, without without God, it's just oh, there's just no way possible that I could have got through it. And I think the 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 one thing that really, really gave me hope was when we got Kyle home, um, because we we're you know we we're active churchgoers and. Um, Stuff. And so he went to a, um, a church youth camp. It was combined, like New South Wales camp for kids. And he went, and that's where he found Jesus. Um, and I know that he gave his heart to the Lord. And when he came home, he he just he found peace in God. Um, and so I had peace that I knew where he was. Um, mm. You know, because that's what Jesus did for us on the cross when he died. He, you know, he, he gave us eternity and. So I know that's where my son is. He's waiting for me up in heaven. And, um, yeah, obviously going through something like that, you know, it's awful. We, there were so many struggles we had financially and um, my husband got very sick and, and so did my daughter for a little while. And, you know, there were days obviously where I thought that I, I couldn't go on. But then I'd remember that hope, you know, that I have in Christ. And he'd get me through. He'd carry me through. And um, as I've said to you before, the, the poem, Footsteps in the Sand, um, that just, oh, that's carried me through so much as well because that's what he does. When we, can't, when we can't walk, he will carry us, you know, and he's just, oh, he's just such a, a, he's such a good God like that. There's nothing that's too big for him. And, and the thing I love about him so much, and this, this is where people get confused because they forget that we do have an enemy. There is an enemy, and it says in the Word that, um, you know, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But our God is bigger than that, and he will use anything that the enemy does for the good. And um, I totally believe that, you know, with Kyle, that he will do that. And he's done that. I've seen things. And... um that's the thing. When we're in those storms, we have to believe and stand on the word that our God is bigger, and you know He's already He's already won the battle, and yeah, the, the enemy's got no hold over us. 
Well, Bobby, I, you know, I think of the story of Job in the Bible where everything was taken away from him, yet oh, he yeah. just held firm yeah. and was faithful to God, and uh, in the in the end, the Lord blessed him doubly. Uh, but you yeah, know, yeah. W- w- when everything's taken away, uh, you need a firm foundation. You need a solid rock in Christ Jesus, don't you? Oh, totally. And Job, I, I, yeah, Job's really helped me over the last few years. I, I've read that many times, um, and it just really gave me that hope. And mm. yeah, have, having that strong foundation in Christ, you can get through anything. Um, I know a lot of people don't think that it is true, but yeah, it's totally true. Mm. And Bobby, you know, there might be people listening that are thinking, wow, this girl has been through everything, and yet... She puts Jesus first in her life. Uh, what what a great testimony. Would you share with people listening right now about what is the gospel? You know, people might know how to give their life to Christ. What's the gospel and how do people respond? The gospel is life to me. It's everything. Um, it's the truth. And as I said, the truth will set you free. But, um, you know, Jesus is, is just complete and utter freedom in everything. You know, for, I used to think people were insane talking about God and stuff like that until I actually got to know him. And it's, you know, I'm I'm not a religious person whatsoever. I'm actually totally against religion. I'm, I'm a Christian and I have a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and that's completely different to, you know, being religious. And, you know, he's with me 24-7. I talk to him and he talks back to me and he's wherever I am. And, you know, he, he goes through life with me. I do life with him. Um, and it's just, I know people get scared and, and you know, they get angry at God. And, and it's okay. You can get angry at God. Um, I've gotten angry at God and I've told him so. And that's okay Like because he's such a good God. He doesn't mind. And the thing is, he knows if we're angry with him or not, so it's okay to tell him. There's nothing that that we can do that he won't love us for, you know, and that's the thing with sin and everything. It doesn't matter what we do, he's already died for it. It's already paid, and we've been washed clean, and it's just, yeah, there's nothing, nothing freer than that. It's good news, hey? Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you for sharing your story, and it's a wonderful testimony of, you know, standing firm, on the solid rock of Jesus, no matter what goes uh, on in your world. And, uh, you know, we just pray the Lord blesses you and that your story impacts many more lives in the future. Thanks for your time. I reckon you're a history maker. God bless. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. 
station sponsor, 